to Awakened Eyes, the podcast of unraveling the truths of the universe and how to enhance your spirituality as a human being. I'm your host, Riley, and I am overjoyed to speak to you. Have you ever felt like someone was in a room watching you, but you're the only one home? Perhaps you've heard whispers or smelt phantom smells that you just can't explain. Or you haven't experienced any of these, but this topic interests you. Whatever the case may be, hang on to your chair as I share with you stories from my childhood and also facts about those who are more sensitive than others. So, getting into story time. So, a little backstory. I had no idea what anything with the spirit world was until I experienced different spirits and residual energy for myself. And I have to say the first time that I experienced sensing a spirit was in my childhood home. And I guess I'll just get into the story. So I was about... I want to say seven or eight, somewhere around there. And I had a karaoke machine up in my bedroom. And I was by myself. I didn't have anything on in there besides the karaoke machine. And, you know, I was doing my my thing, whatever. And then I was sitting there and I instantly felt that the room felt electric, if that makes any sense. Like, have you ever walked into a room and you can feel that the energy is just different? Well, that's how it felt. It felt like some type electric, static, something. And then to my right, I could just, I don't know how, but I sensed that there was a male energy beside me. And out of nowhere, I just hear heavy breathing. (sighs) Like that. And that was enough for me. (laughs) So I ran out. Side note, my karaoke machine was still on. The whole machine was on. There wasn't any music playing. But I run, I'm crying, I go to my mom's room and I try to explain what happened and I was like, mom, mom, you know, come with me to the bedroom. I don't want to be there by myself. I don't want to be there by myself. She comes in there with me and I mean, my poor mom, she had no idea what to do, what to make of it. She was like, honey, it's okay. It's okay. And then I notice the karaoke machine is turned off. Now, this karaoke machine that I had had a big red button that you had to push on and off in order to turn it off. It didn't automatically turn off either. It wasn't one of those things. This was back in the early 2000s, so it wasn't that advanced yet. And I start freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that was on, that was on. And that was that, really. I mean, what what could my mom do? What could my mom do? 
she believed me, but there's nothing that any of us really can do in a situation like that when you can't see anything for yourself when you don't sense that yourself. The second story I'm going to share is in the same house. My parents were at work and at this point I was between like 10 and 12, somewhere around there, enough to where we could stay home by ourselves. And also a side note, we lived in a duplex and our aunt lived right beside us. So she was home. So yes, my brother and I were home alone, but our aunt was right there. So it's it's the daytime. My brother and I want to go outside and play around. You know, it's the summer. So my brother gets his shoes on and he's already out the door. And I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll be out there. So I'm sitting on the couch in the living room. I'm putting on my shoes. Our only pet, our cat Timber, is right beside me sitting on the couch. As I'm sitting on the couch, my view in front of me is the staircase. And I didn't see anything. But suddenly, I hear heavy boots. At first, they're slowly walking down. And you hear the creaking of the boards. And then you just hear, do, 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 do. And boots running towards my direction. It was getting louder and louder and closer. And I book it. (laughs) You'll find that every story that I tell about my experiences, I run. That's just, I run away. I'm like, nope, I can't see it. Uh Uh-uh. So I run out the door. And my aunt is sitting out there smoking a cigarette out on the porch. And she says to this day as well that when I came out, my face was pale as a ghost. My lips were white. She knew that I sensed something. And a fun fact about my family is that I have other sensitives in the family. My Aunt Mindy experienced stuff on her side of the duplex as well. So, um... She, she knew I wasn't making it up. But yeah, that, that scared me pretty good. That was the first time I think that I truly sensed like, okay, I'm not just making this up. Like with the karaoke machine, I felt at the time, oh, maybe it was my imagination. Maybe I was just creeping myself out. I, I wasn't doing research. I was too young at the time. I didn't really understand it until my adulthood, and I looked more into it. But yeah, those boot steps, that scared me. That shook me. Pretty, pretty good. And there's no other explanation for it. There wasn't anyone else in the house. My cat was right next to me. That was the only pet we had, and my brother was outside. And again, I just hear the creaking of the of the stairs slowly going down three steps and then booking it and heading in my direction. Looking back now, and from what my grandma has told me, it could have very well been residual energy where you can hear events from the past because of the energy that's in the environment. And then... This third story, 
this really got me. This is how I really, really believed that I was more sensitive than others. My brother and I and my mom, we moved around a lot in my childhood. A lot. And we moved into this trailer because we had no other choice in order for my brother and I to stay in the same school district. I was 15 at this point. So it's one of the first few nights that I'm there. I wake up. It's six o'clock in the morning. I'm getting ready for school. I'm in my bedroom. My mom's in her room. My brother's in his room. I'm getting ready for school. And then in my right ear, it tends to always be on the, on the right side of me. I hear a woman say my name. Riley. Riley. Very faint, but I could tell. So what do I do? I run out. I go get my mom. Mom, mom, mom. You know, I'm telling her everything that's going on. I said, someone someone said my name. Did you say my name? And she was like, no. No, I didn't say your name. And then she takes me to my bedroom. My poor mom, she had to walk me over because I had to go get, you know, socks and stuff. And then I had to go brush my teeth. So she goes in with me in my room to get my socks and, you know, pats me on the back like, good job. (laughs) She goes back in her room. I go into the bathroom to go brush my teeth. I start brushing my teeth, brushing my teeth. And then I hear a woman scream in the room, in the bathroom with me. Just a scream scared me so bad. Then I start crying. So I'm running out. I don't even spit the toothpaste out of my mouth. And I'm crying to my mom and I'm telling her what happened. And then my brother walks out of his room. My brother, he's not one to pull pranks or, or do jokes or anything like that. So he comes out of his room. He kind of hears the commotion, but not really. And then he comes into my mom's room and goes, mom, did you say my name? My mom goes, no. And he goes, I heard someone say my name. And then <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh and I start crying even more and you know eventually I spit the toothpaste out but that that shook me to the core it really did and I know my brother and he would not especially when he seen me in that state of mind he would not antagonize the situation by making something up like that I I know that for a fact and the scream no one else heard it but I heard it. I witnessed it. I experienced it. It was it was pretty crazy. And then again for my brother to say, Mom, did someone did you say my name? I heard someone say my name. Was was pretty intense. I guess while I'm on the, the story mode, I can share a story that my aunt told me of what happened to her on the other side of the duplex. Now this building used to be a candy shop way back when and I th- I want to say either in the 30s or the 40s it was built and then it was turned around into a, a duplex but on my aunt's side she said that 
a couple of nights, she had a boyfriend at the time, that she would wake up in the middle of the night to someone grabbing her big toe and wiggling it. And she told me that, of course, (laughs) she turned over to see if her boyfriend was messing with her. But it was late at night. It was like 2, 2.30. And she said this happened a couple times. And then her boyfriend told her that he had a similar thing happen, that someone was grabbing his big toe and wiggling it. And then one story that is pretty wild, her and her boyfriend, long story short, didn't work out. But right before they broke up, her boyfriend was in the home and trying to give you a picture, their side was all one floor. You walk in, living room, kitchen, and then a long, narrow hallway. And at the end of that hallway was a big back room, like for storage or or whatever. And I believe the laundry, it was like the laundry room as well. But there were boxes stacked up. And my aunt makes a joke after they broke up that, oh, the ghost didn't like him, but he was home by himself. And those boxes that were in the back room came flying in through the hallway, all knocked over. Now, I don't know what his reaction was. I, because I overheard this conversation when my aunt was explaining it to my mom. So I wasn't there for the full story, but I remember her saying that which is pretty wild. All right, so I shared with you those personal stories, and there there are a bunch more that I'll talk about in, in future episodes. But here are some facts. Maybe you're thinking right now, well, am I a sensitive? Am I not? So here are some facts about sensitives. We are empathetic people, and with empathy comes picking up on other people's emotions. You can also see right through someone. If someone is smiling and putting on an act that they're okay, you can, but you can feel that their energy is different, and or you feel the emotions they're feeling if they aren't hiding anything. Crowds are overwhelming if you are a sensitive Because there's just so many people and energies around you that you tend to pick up on other people's emotions. It's overstimulated. The next fact, again, I I kind of already said this, but you pick up on other people's energy, which is draining. Have you ever been with a coworker or a friend and you're just you know, you're around them a good bit of the day and maybe they weren't having the best day and, you know, they're expressing their feelings to you, they're, they're venting to you. And then when you go home, you feel absolutely drained. Like there's nothing else. There's nothing more that, that you can contribute to this day. That's what it feels like. Another fact about sensitives is you tend to isolate to gain back your energy. More often than not, sensitives can be more introverted. 
because after being around a good bit of people all day or the past couple days or maybe all week, the weekend comes around and you just don't want to do anything. You don't want to see anyone. You need that time to yourself. Perhaps you do some self-care, which is always recommended and encouraged. But you need to isolate yourself so that you can fill your energy cup back up. Another fact about sensitives is you can feel chills and body tingles when you walk into a room, when you're around certain people, around certain energy, your body reacts to what is around. Okay, so all of those facts aside, you might be thinking, well, am I a medium? Am I this? Am I that? There are a bunch of different psychic abilities. And whether you realize it or not, we all have some type of ability. For me, I cannot see spirit, and I am so grateful for that because I don't want to. (laughs) I do not go searching for ghosts. I do not go looking to try to see a spirit. That's just not for me. If I had it my way, I wouldn't sense spirits. Now, granted, I haven't come across a spirit in a long time, and I am grateful for that. Some of us can can turn it off, can, I guess, suppress it. Is that a good thing? Maybe not, but that's just me. So there are two types. If you cannot see spirit, there is clairsentience and clairaudience. Clairsentience is feeling energy, is sensing energy. I am clairsentient, if that is the way that you say, say it in that tense. And then clairaudience is hearing spirit. I like to think that myself has a little bit of clairaudience, but more so clairsentience. Here's my thing. I, when those things would happen to me, it's not like I was hearing full-on sentences or spirit could tell me their whole life story. Maybe I didn't give them a chance to. I don't know. Not for me, though. And that's okay. But I do have that ability because I've heard my name being called. I've heard screams. I've heard mentally from past loved ones a sentence or two. But yes, those are two abilities. I can't remember what the, what the one is called for being able to see spirit. I just call it full-on mediumship. So I'm curious to know, to my fellow listeners, do you believe that you have psychic abilities? Do you believe that you can hear spirit? You can sense spirit? It doesn't always have to be spirit either when it comes to sensing. Again, you can sense other people's emotions. You can tell when someone's faking how they're feeling. You just have an inner knowing. For those of you listening on my YouTube channel, leave a comment below and tell me your experiences. I would love, love, love to hear your stories. I would love to know your experiences. Whether we want to believe it or not, spirits walk among this earth. They were people just like you and I, and perhaps some of them are lost and are trying to find their way, and they come across someone like you or me, 
because they know that our vibrations are a little bit higher. And so they come to us seeking help. They come to us to say hi. They come to us for a bunch of reasons. But there is no denying that human life and spirit are intertwined in this world. All right, I am going to end this here. Thank you all so much for tuning in and I look forward to sharing more stories with you all in the future. I hope you all have a blessed week and I will see you all next time.